3: FM Talk Podcast.
2: Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews is once again connected via the wonderful world of technology. Uh, (laughs) I'm here. Yes, in the uh, Matthews (laughs) compound. Great to talk with you, my friend. How's it going?
4: Going good, man. I just got my moat filled with uh, alligators, so we're good to go.
2: Nice. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting. uh, You know, we're getting into into spring. It's getting to be that. I mean, not even getting to be. We are there in the time where it's. It's a great time to be out in the great outdoors, and um, people are. I know a lot of stores are still closed, but I don't know what it's like down there where the rich people live. But where I live, people are out and moving.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, Damn. Chad, how is it out there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys have seen, but the people in my area, if a store is open, they are at oh, it. Oh yeah, oh and yeah. Especially like- if it's a nice day, people are out and about.
5: Yeah, I haven't seen anyone like. Yeah, I need to quarantine. I've seen
2: more masks. I've That's seen a masks. Great thing, yeah, I'd say about I've seen a lot 50, more people. Yeah. I've seen about 50-50 on the masks. Yeah. Which is great. Very great. Yeah, they are a little inconvenient. They kinda hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they they are, they are uncomfortable, that is for sure. But uh I get it. I, I've I have worn masks in stores and i've also not worn masks in stores so i'm kind yes, of 50 50 myself yeah. when it comes it's to like the mask
5: russian roulettes with this with this mask thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely seems like people are ready to be back outside oh yeah and um you know the state of missouri opening things back up this coming week here and little by little right yeah, yeah. and all the state parks are not all but most of the state parks have opened back up and Giving people the opportunity to get outside and hopefully go fishing and enjoy the great outdoors. So, uh, what's been your experience, Bo?
4: You know, it's the same. I've I've really been staying, you know, close to close to the house uh, a lot. Uh, But you know, you got to get out. You got to get on the road. At least go for a drive, something like that. Um, I have never been a morel mushroom hunter because I went once, never had any success. But I did think of you yesterday when I saw a headline on the Missouri Morel Mushroom Hunting uh, Facebook page that North County is covered in morel mushrooms. And there people are finding these like six, eight-inch tall morel mushrooms. Are you familiar? Have you ever gone morel I've mushroom never, hunting? I'm familiar, but I've never done it. Oh, they're, they're, well, I've, I've eaten them once in my life, many years ago, but and they are delicious. And I'm always looking on my property for them. I never find them. But when I saw North County, I'm like, I need to go visit Tony. We need to go let's for go. a walk in the woods and find find some of these. Uh, this is a food
2: source, right? Yeah. I have uh, I have access <laughs> to a lot of woods up there uh, in North <laughs> County, so we can definitely go hunting. All you got to do is put on your mask and come on up. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> free groceries, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's get our friend Aaron Tarlow into this discussion. Of course, Aaron is the owner of Southern Armory, he joins us at the beginning of every second of the radio in the great outdoors. Aaron, how's it going?
5: Good. How are you, Tony and Bo and Chad?
2: Everyone, uh, pretty good. Well, I think. Um, What's the latest out there at Southern Armory? Is it still, is it still the rush on ammo and guns that we've been talking about for the last several weeks? Are things getting back to normal?
5: So yeah, it's absolutely. We had twenty five guns come in on Friday, and by close of business on Saturday, we had six. Wow. And those, uh, we had about six to ten guns prior to that shipment Friday. So, you know, we sold through all those and then a few more. So business is still brisk. The good news is, is we are able to get those special orders in for people. Um, you know, sometimes we can't get you the exact pistol. You know, you want it in the 3-inch version, but we can't get you the 3-inch. We can only get you a 4-inch, but you're still getting the same you know, kind of overall pistol. So that's the the good news. Sometimes it's just a different different package. You got to get the stainless slide versus the black slide, or you got to get one that's the the bare bones kit versus the one that has the holsters and all the extra magazines or the night sights. So, um, you know, we're working working with customers and wholesalers and manufacturers best we can to kind of get everything everybody what they need, um, you know, in a in a timely fashion. Manufacturers are backed up, wholesalers are backed up. Uh, some of the wholesalers are saying it's two to three weeks to ship, uh, but we've kind of seen that some of the ones that were running about three weeks behind have moved to that two week timeframe. Normally when we quoted people prior, we'd always tell them about two weeks to get stuff in. So that way when we got it in three days or four days later, you know, we were the hero. So, (laughs) um, so all the customers are being super patient uh, which is, is great. Um, But there's this still this element of a customer coming in saying, I thought you were a gun store. Why don't you have any guns? So I guess it's not clicking for them that the, <laughs> the supply chain has, has been hit. And so some of them will get a little, you know, a little testy. Go, well, I'll just go someplace else. And then, uh, you know, there's always a customer in the store um, that'll say to them, hey, uh, I've been elsewhere and everybody's like this. So
2: Well, you told that story of, a couple of weeks ago about a, a, the person who came in wanted something specifically and and you didn't have the exact gun you had one that was close and they were like well i you know i really want this exact gun so i'm just going to go back i'm just going to go down the street i'm sure they'll have it and then they came back an hour or two later and they were like oh you were right nobody has anything i'll go ahead and take that gun and you guys were like "Uh, it got sold i'm sorry i we're trying to tell you this is it's if you see it and you want it you better buy it because it'll be gone right and that
5: and that is the story. I mean, that is a that is a repeat, 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 repeat. Customers go, "Well, I'm going to go shop at other stores, see what they have," and then they come back, and expecting us to have hold, held that gun for them with no money down or anything else. And, and uh, then they're like, "Well, you sold it?" And I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, you know, like." Aaron, I a got a question.
4: Dollars. We've yeah. been hearing the last couple of weeks about the the you know the meat factories shutting down because so many of their employees. Have COVID nineteen or the you know the coronavirus? Um, Is that the same scenario with the gun manufacturers in America? Are you getting because nothing is publicized uh, about their situation? Uh, I know that you know they've limited their uh, amount of manufacturing, but are they retooling to do masks and ventilators, or are they are they closed? Uh, You know what what's the story in in the big picture? You know long term for the companies.
5: Right. So that, that's a great question, Bo. Um, a lot of the manufacturers, a lot of the wholesalers we deal with, you got to remember a lot of these wholesalers uh, that were close, me and my wife and my daughter, we would drive there on our days off uh, from the store just to get face time with our reps and people at accounting and people in the warehouse just so they knew who we were. Plus, we're, we like you know we like knowing who everybody is, putting the name of the face. So when we, when we do business with them, it's a little bit more personal. And we haven't been able to do that uh, because they've shut down their pickup side. They don't want the dealers coming in. Uh, all of our sales reps are now working remotely from home. So when I when I call them, it's funny because sometimes I hear hear their kids in the background playing. Just like last week, you heard me home uh, with Piper, and you heard Piper in the background. You know, and it, it's just kind of a chuckle. It's like you're working from home. They're like, "Yeah, I am." You know, and it's like that's awesome. You know, that you get to you get to spend a little bit of time with your family, etc. So, you know, wholesalers uh, are are putting as much staff as they can at home. Uh, The accounts receivable, people that we deal with, you know, getting uh, money drafted out of the account uh, to keep the account current and and get stuff shipped in because, you know, to kind of give you an idea, you know, our invoices aren't even hitting 30 days and we're up against credit limit. You know, so we're we're having to pay, you know, stuff every week to get stuff shipped in just because business is so brisk if that even tells you normally this is never an issue invoices go to that 30 day mark and we still have room on the account to order more stuff um, so you know this should tell you right there I should tell you business is, is brisk but um, they're in the warehouse they've cut down their warehouse staff so they can get that six-foot social distancing then so that's why one of the reasons that's compounding not only do we have a massive influx of orders right but then we've cut, they've cut down warehouse staff um, where, you know, hey, we're trying to keep a minimum amount of people in the warehouse so they can keep the six-foot rule between everybody. So uh, kind of an interesting, you know, play. So it's just kind of compounding. I have not heard about um, any of the, the major companies necessarily retooling to make masks or ventilators or, or eye protection. I'm sure there are some companies out there that are doing it on some scale. Uh, But, you know, you really look at the firearms industry um, as a whole, you know, they're not going to use optics or firearms or ammunition, et cetera, to do that. Uh, You might have uh, some companies like Wiley X does some shooting eyewear, and there's a few others as well that do shooting eyewear that may be moving over and diverting some of that over for eye protection for health care and stuff. But uh, that would be a very minute part of, of the industry as a whole.
2: Hey, Aaron, uh, Southern Armory, of course, not only known as a great place to stock up on guns and, and, and accessories and ammo, but also you guys are known for your classes, CCW classes and yeah. advanced pistol classes. Any discussion uh, that you guys have had yet about about a timeline on bringing those things back, or is it still pr- a little premature for that discussion?
5: Yeah, so we've we've had some discussions on on bringing those back. Um, and, you know, the big part was the ranges were were closing. Now we've got a, a farm property that's relatively close down off Antar Road that we use to teach our advanced classes. So we were talking about maybe utilizing that. And then the next factor was, well, how many people are we going to allow in class? Our room is like you know thirty something feet long by like. I want to say like 12 or 13, maybe 14 feet wide. So we got a pretty decent sized room to put people in. Uh, but, you know, we might only be able to put five or six people in that room to maintain it. And then the nice thing is that room has its own HVAC system, so we could turn that on blast to keep the air moving through it. Um, and then obviously, you know, everybody would would preferably wear a mask. So we're we're kind of toying with that, what we're going to do, what that's going to look like moving, you know, forward, um, or do we maybe take half the class to the range or the other class to, or the other half is in class and then, you know, swap them at some point? Uh, the shooting portion is such a small, you know, portion. It's, you know, it's a, we tell everybody it's eight hours by statute. The reality is you get there about 7 30, o'clock in the morning and we have so much material because I want our, our clients to a, be educated uh, and know this law in and out and have case examples, which is the big thing that sets us apart. Um, you know, we're we start at eight and we get done between five thirty and six. And if there's a lot of questions, we run over sometimes to six fifteen, six thirty. So you're you're getting your eight hours um, you know, worth in by statute and you're getting a ton of value for the dollar because it's not like, Okay, well, we've been here, it's four o'clock, you know, we're we're done. You know, it's I really want people to know, you know, what's going on. Yeah. So none of that's really, really gonna change. Uh, We are limiting people that are in the shop, so we're only letting three customers in at a time. Not really an issue during the week, weekends. Sometimes there's a line forming, et cetera. Once we see that line start forming, we just say, hey, are you here for guns or ammo? And if they say, I'm here for ammo, what ammo do you want? We go, we get the ammo, we take their payment, and they don't even come in the store, so they don't have to stand in line and wait uh, now it's getting a little nicer out. It's not such a big deal. But when it was really, really cold, man, I was really feeling for these customers. I was like, you know, if you're here for guns, you're going to have to wait. If you're here for ammo, i get you going. And then uh, what we were doing is we were saving a box of ammo for every gun uh, in store. So that way, if that person did buy a gun, you know, the ammo didn't sell out while they were waiting. Oh, that's smart. Hey, Aaron, yeah. quick question. Yeah. So I've I've seen all, a lot of these uh, online like CCW classes, what is the benefit uh-huh. to doing an in-person class if they offer them ones online now? So the online classes do not meet the state statute for contact mm. hours. Ah. So you can you can do an online class, however, Missouri will not recognize it. Um, the big thing is, is they. So a, you may B, get some information.
2: You may get some decent information, but you're not getting your CCW license. You're not getting your. Not right. Not from Missouri. Right.
5: Yeah. So they're not even they're not even registered with Missouri these instructors for these classes. So that's is there a big demand
4: for the class though?
5: Um, we're we're pretty much people are not wanting to take the class. Um, the last class that we had, uh, we canceled one of the reasons we canceled it was because more than half the class said, I'm not going to come because of this coronavirus thing. Yeah, And um, we were like, okay, you know, and you know, we're just going to play it by ear. Well, the next thing you know, it's like everybody, but a couple of people had backed out and it was a husband and wife we were like, Hey, it's you guys, you know, if you guys want to do it, we'll do it for you. The range is closed. We've got property we can go to, but literally everybody's backed out of this class. Oh, um, wow. And they were like, no, nah, we'll just reschedule. We were, we were kind of hoping you guys would just cancel it.
1: Hmm. You know, All right.
5: Um right. so that was the the last class that we had. Literally everybody was was worried about it and, and was like, nope, you know, we get it. You know, absolutely, we completely understand. So um it's just kind of an interesting, you know, overall uh state of the industry, state of the nation. Um and I'm I'm kinda looking forward to getting everything reopened, even though we haven't been impacted by this like other industries where it's like you don't have a job. I've had buddies that got literally laid off or furloughed, and that was it. And they were just sitting at home the entire time. Yeah. Um, so, they, they said the only good part about this is day drinking, and I go, <laughs> I, mean, I
2: guess, you know. So, of course, a great place to keep up with that timeline if you do want to take a class when uh, Southern Armory is back up and running, the website, of course, also the Facebook page. Aaron, how can people uh, find you on the web, follow you on social media, and come out to the store and uh, yep. and take care of everything there?
5: Yeah, so uh, Southern Armory on Facebook. Uh, you can find us at Second Amendment News Podcast. We've got a bunch of episodes in the can, a bunch of good topics, a bunch of recent court cases, politicians trying to take advantage of a crisis. There's a shock.
1: Yeah. Uh, you can
5: probably guess what side of the aisle they lean on. And then uh, moving forward uh, from there, if you want to come into the store, we, we, we welcome you. Uh, We've got a, f- a few rules. You know, If you've been told, hey, you got to quarantine because you've been exposed, please don't come in. Uh, if you've got a fever, you know, don't come in. You got a cough, don't come in. We're gonna start wearing, asking people to wear a mask. which it's pretty much everywhere I go, I'm seeing people do that already. So with that being said, you know, if you want to, because I don't want to tread on your rights. <laughs> so, you know, it's a it's a plus and minus. You know, I'm kind of torn, but I understand the the science behind it. But anyway, come in and see us. Uh, We're located one mile east of 270 and 44 at 9901 Watson Road and
2: SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's Mm SouthernArmory.com. Make sure you're on the website. Make sure, as Aaron mentioned, you're following Southern Armory on Facebook as well. Tons of great information there. Aaron, great to talk with you, my friend. We will talk with you again uh, at the beginning of next week's show. Yeah, hang in there. We'll talk to you then. Yep, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Our friends from Osage County Guns are going to join us in the next segment. Don't go anywhere.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Aya. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> but with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.
2: Hello and welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo and producer Chad Ellis here in studio. Bo Matthews is connected from his home as we practice proper social distancing. And as I mentioned, joining us now are our friends John Dawson and Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. Jake and John and Bo, everybody, can you hear me? Present, yeah, <laughs> present, and accounted for. Uh, <laughs> great to talk with you guys. Uh, we've been we've been kind of going through this together, checking in. Uh, With Jake and John, a whole lot as we've gone through this coronavirus lockdown and Osage County Guns early on made the decision for the safety of their customers and for the safety of their staff to close the retail store and only do business online. And that's been going on for a few weeks. But I understand that maybe there's some breaking news. So, John, tell us what is the uh, latest out there at Osage County Guns? That's right. So we are reopening Monday morning. All right. And pretty much resuming Ooh. our normal retail business
6: uh, Monday morning, 10 a.m. Retail store opens, and uh, we're going to be back open seven days a week. Uh, you know, obviously that's subject to if there's a situation, things you know flare up. We'll sure. have to reevaluate. But uh, Monday through Thursday, we we have modified our hours slightly, but Monday through Thursday, our hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Friday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Saturday, 9 to 1, or sorry, 9 to 5, and uh, Sunday from 10 to 5. So we're back open seven days a week. Um, the the only thing I'm waiting on is a shipment of hand sanitizer, which is scheduled for delivery tomorrow.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. It was not cheap. <laughs> no, tell me about it. I've I i i will have to tell you a story uh, uh, off the air about some hand sanitizer that I bought in one ounce bottles that were eight dollars. What? a piece for one ounce bottles and that and there was shipping uh uh <laughs> there's a shipping cost on top Highway of that robbery. as well yeah for one ounce bottles um but anyway what? so yeah so i know what you're going through there one of the great advantages that you guys have at osage county guns is the size of the store thousand square feet of retail space out there so social distancing is not a problem, even if you have right. even if you have quite a few people in the store. You have yeah. a lot of space.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, we're asking if anybody shows symptoms to stay home. We can ship. You know, you can order on our website, ship it. We can take it out to your car if you don't want to come in. You can call us, order online. We'll bring it out to you as long as it's not a firearm. If it's just ammo accessories, uh, but some other good news is that we had three pallets of ammo show up yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, so. We've got uh, quite a bit that will be available opening the store up on Monday. So uh, we've got about uh, 40 or so cases of 9mm, uh, a bunch of 300 blackout. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's it's nice to – timing-wise, it worked out well. And we're holding that just for retail sales. So uh, it's not going to sell out on our website. You know, this is something that we're doing just to try to thank people for coming into the store. So it'll be here and uh, just available retail.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh what about uh so that's good to know about the ammo. What about firearm selection? Has that built back up at all or is the is the you know, has there been such a run on it still that it's uh you know, a tough thing to find?
6: So I just ran the numbers a minute ago before we hopped on with you and uh our firearm selection has dwindled slightly. We're down to just two thousand uh eight hundred firearms here in the building. Um so uh, <laughs> only. <laughs> it, it is down, but uh obviously that's a huge selection. The retail store is still really heavily stocked, and we're seeing shipments in daily uh you know actually we're seeing you know on average probably i'd say nearly a pallet or more of inbound shipments every single day uh, we actually had two freight trucks lined up back to back yesterday with the ammo and some other stuff um, so it's coming in quickly um some of it is going out quickly, but we're, we're doing our best to replenish
1: mm
2: very good uh what what about uh what's the what's the background check situation is the, is the we were hearing some longer waits on background checks due to uh, the system i guess you know there's all these things ammo firearms background checks suppressor waiting times they were all up you know everything was getting such a, a strain on it just in general are all of these things kind of getting back to normal or is it you know what what's the situation across the board
7: yeah it seems like uh everything as of late has uh kind of resumed you know any of the nfa um you know silencer nfa type of stuff is still taking some time but yeah. uh you know if you walk into a gun store today and you do a background check the odds are that it's probably going to proceed fairly quickly it's it's not as heavy as it was, um, and therefore it's it's being done fairly quickly. Again, that's depending upon the person. It's a case by case basis. But you know, the last couple of days uh, we haven't had a customer go on delay. So.
0: That's great. That's awesome. Hey,
4: I, I got a question, guys. Uh, so in this time that you are mainly only doing the online sales and uh, now that you're anticipating Monday, uh, have you guys had a chance to to do what you want to do, whether it's go to some property or a range and, and you know, do some shooting yourself, maybe uh, target practicing? Or are you guys just constantly in the building, just managing and, and you know, funneling yeah. you know the the products out?
6: There has been virtually zero downtime. In fact, it's been the opposite. <laughs> um, we probably could not have handled the, fl- the, the, the volume of Internet orders if the retail store had been open. Uh, all those guys have been in the back helping out. And uh, I think, like, in the last 30 days running, you know, we've shipped about 9,000 orders. And that's that's, wow. up, that's, incredible. You know, that's up by about 250%. So normally, you know, we're seeing 3,000, 3,500 orders in a busy month.
2: Um, so it's just been pretty hectic. <laughs> that, that is, that is incredible. Uh, part of opening up the store, I know that you guys are not ones to sort of bend to anybody's, uh, influence that you're going to make the decision that you think is best for your business and your staff and your customers. But has there been, um, uh, have have your customers been pressuring you to open back up have they wanted the store to to open back up or by by and large have people been okay with shopping online like what what are the customers saying are they saying like hey we're ready to shop again let's let's open the doors uh, so you know we've been running people by appointments
7: um and as they've been calling in to take care of things so because of that you know we we haven't had a, a, anybody that's been overly upset and most people yeah. have actually um, been really understanding about why we're doing and, and the decision we made. Yeah, that's great. Um, and, and we've still taken care of you know every customer that we've been able to have interaction with. Uh, we've just planned it out accordingly. Um, and so we we haven't really had any major issues with anybody. I think people uh, are at a point now where I think the general consensus out there is everybody's kind of sick and tired of the, being the lockdown. And, um, you know, I just would hope that while we're opening up and, and other places have, you know, I think been open this time, um, you know, that we're still adults and we still make proper mm-hmm. decisions based on, on being adults. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to be able to take care of the customer the best way we can. Uh, customers understand that I've got we've got a ton of stuff on order. Um, even though we're still getting merchandise, there's still a lot of it out there and everybody's still fairly behind in shipping um, and in manufacturing. So, you know, while we say we have a lot of inventory, uh, we are still waiting for quite a bit of inventory to come.
4: You know, as uh, fa- fatigue sets in, guys, uh, are are you? I know everybody's ready to get out and get moving and get the country open again. Do you believe that uh, in? Are you Lincoln County? Is that right?
6: Warren, Warren County. Warren,
4: yeah. you're Warren County. Uh, do you believe that this is the right time that uh, the governor is uh, is taking the right steps at this time for what you guys you do? Know,
6: uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm I would say I'm slightly torn. I think that from the perspective of the economy. You know, and as a country, we can't afford to stay closed much longer. Just you know, from a, a widespread you know impact, you know, between unemployment, the market, the small businesses and restaurants that are just getting crushed right. by it. Um, I've got family members uh, who are in the medical field, medical industry, doctors, and you know, they're they're telling me, hey, look, like in general, uh, we're not ready. The state's not ready with the number of tests that would be necessary to adequately screen for it. Um, wow. It just, you know, it, unfortunately, w- w- you know, we kind of have to say, are, are we willing to accept this risk to save the country? Because at what point does the impact of unemployment, people losing their jobs, their houses, you know, the, the, the long term effect on health outweigh the negative Uh, You know, the negative impact of the coronavirus itself, because we will see a spike, you know, uh, sadly in, you know, people who take their lives because they've they've lost their job, they've lost their home, they've lost everything over this. Uh, They've lost their business Um, that that'll probably outweigh uh, the, the number of coronavirus deaths once everything is tallied up in a year or two.
2: Yeah, no, it's 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 been a balancing act for everybody as we go through this and there are no right answers And you know, there's, there's both sides have very legitimate arguments to be made, and you got to just kind of find that balance. And uh, I definitely uh, salute the way you guys have handled uh, this—you know, closing down the store to keep yourself, uh, your your staff, and your customers safe. And you know, but still keeping the business going online. So, uh, uh, hopefully that's worked out really well for you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking to Tim Shelsvik in the next segment. Uh, of course, Big Hunter, we're going to talk to him about how it's turkey season. Uh, what is the popular, or is there any sort of, uh, popular gun that, uh, has that you guys are selling right now? Is there something that's, um, kind of the fad right now are people uh do you get a lot of turkey hunters sort of stocking up for this season i know that season's kind of full blown now so they probably already have what they want but did you did you see that leading into turkey season or has it been like a a, a self-defense uh period of time here because the coronavirus what are people buying right now
7: uh, you know for our business um i'm a, a hunting enthusiast and an advocate and um and i've, I've brought in a lot more probably hunting firearms than historically that that Osage has carried but but I would say that throughout this time we are still predominantly a a defense driven um and more tactically inclined sales uh, over the course of a little while we had a few turkey shotguns go out uh turkey hunting to me absolutely one of the best uh, times of year you get out there and and call in some birds and have some fun Mm -hmm. um and I I love turkey hunting and so uh, I'm a big proponent for it and I carry some shotguns for it but we predominantly have sold a lot more handguns, um, tactical shotguns, uh, and, uh, you know, carbine-style rifles for these purposes of, you know, defending and, and self-defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love for that to shift uh, because I'm a diehard um, <laughs> a, a hunting guy, uh, but, but I would love to see those tables turn and get back into the hunting side of things. And there's some practicality between both uh, for, you know, providing for families, safety well, and, and food.
2: So. Well, Jake, make sure you keep listening because we're going to talk to uh, Tim Shelswick about turkey hunting here in just a minute, and he's going to stick around and do the podcast exclusive with us as well. So, you know, don't uh, go any, can, don't go anywhere. Turkey,
7: if you can find a turkey to tie up to a tree for me, so I can come out and <laughs> with the ten minutes that I have free to hunt with, that
2: would be fantastic. That's awesome. Uh, before we let you go, uh, John, uh, tell people you know we, the doors are opening back up on Monday. That's wonderful news for people that haven't been out to Osage County guns yet out there in Wright City Uh, tell people where you're at how to follow you, social media website all that good stuff so people can get out there absolutely so we're located on highway 70 in Wright City
6: Uh, pretty easy drive whether you're coming from St. Louis or Columbia uh, or really anywhere Uh, all you got to do is hit 70 and uh, we're really just uh, you know 30 minutes from St. Charles 45 minutes from downtown with good traffic Uh, but you can see us online at osagecountyguns.com you can find us on Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere pretty much. Uh, you'll look, we're, we're hopefully there. So uh, definitely check us out and uh, come visit us if you got the time, especially if you've got the downtime, uh, definitely come visit us.
2: No doubt. That is John Dawson and Jake Fair from Osage County Guns. I can't recommend getting out there enough. We talked about earlier 6,000 square feet of retail space. You're not going to find a better selection of firearms, ammunition, accessories, gear, all of it. it, it you're not going to find a place that has a better selection anywhere. So get out there and uh, check out that beautiful store, Osage County Guns in Wright City. Guys, thanks for everything you do for the show, and uh, and uh, thanks for spending some time with us today, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you. Thank you. Stay sick, guys. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, you guys too. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, as I mentioned, we're going to talk to Tim Shelzvik from Drury Outdoors. It is turkey season, and we're going to check in with Tim about that when we get back. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. You're a mystery box when it comes to the music of this show. You know that. I have fun. You I do. I have fun. You do. I challenge anybody to predict what you're going to play next. <laughs> Welcome back to. And this Se- is all. <laughs> go ahead, <Bo>. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was
4: going to say this is all from his personal music list <laughs> that too. Is you know. right.
2: it really that is, is correct. That is correct. You're listening go to Tony. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Big thank you to our friends from Osage County Guns, Jake and John out there making the big announcement that they are opening the retail store back up on Monday. So uh, depending on when you're hearing this show, that could be as early as tomorrow. Um, so that is great stuff. Uh, great to, to talk with those guys. Uh, if you missed any of that conversation or if you missed any of our conversation with Aaron Tarlow from Southern Armory or earlier in the show, don't forget you can always download two podcasts every week that we put out here at Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. We put out the show podcast on Fridays, so you can actually download the show podcast before the show even airs. Um, And then we put out the podcast exclusive on Mondays, which is a second podcast that you can only hear if you download that podcast and you could get those podcasts in many different places. I recommend you get it on the Radio.com app. I think that's the best place to get the podcast. Once you download the Radio.com app, which is free, you can favorite the radio station and basically have one-stop shopping for everything. You can stream the station 24-7. You can take advantage of the Radio Rewind, and you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station. Again, that is the Radio.com app. App. In just a minute, we're going to talk to our friend Tim Shelzevic from Drury Outdoors. It is turkey season, and uh, he's going to not only join us for the rest of the show, but he is going to stick around and be a part of that podcast exclusive, so make sure you are listening to that. And since we're talking about hunting and we're talking about the great outdoors, it's brought to you by...
4: Razorback Armory, they are a full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. If you love the AR platform, so do they. You can find them online at RazorbackArmory.com on Manchester Road, just east of 270, uh, about a half a mile. You'll find Razorback Armory. Tell them Bo sent you.
2: Absolutely. And now Tim Shelzvik from Drury Outdoors joins us on the line. Tim, can you hear me?
1: I got you loud and clear, boys. All right. How's it going, my friend? Good. I heard that Razorback Armory deal, if you mention Bo's name, they actually upcharge you. Oh is that true? <laughs> <laughs> and they pat you well, down to make sure uh, you didn't steal something. I gotta
4: get my cut somehow, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> There's a surcharge for the Bo Matthews fee. <laughs> That's fine.
2: <funny. laughs> So yeah, we we uh, just talking to the guys out at Osage County Guns. Uh, Jake out there is a big uh, outdoorsman, loves to hunt, and he said he's been so busy lately that when we talked to you, he said asked him to uh, tie a turkey to a tree and tell me where it's at so I can my ten minutes of free time I can come out and shoot it. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna have
1: to tie two turkeys up because I have not I have not punched a tag yet myself. It's wow, been tough.
2: yeah. So uh, let's just get let's just get right into it. Um, uh, turkey season, I guess, is in full swing now, um, how's it going out there? and what can you what can you tell us about the year so far?
1: O- overall, it's pretty tough. Um, uh, the MDC has been reporting we've had three years of pretty poor turkey reproduction. Uh, we've had some really wet some and some cold springs. And so uh, that makes uh, poult survival really difficult. They just the, the the young of the year just don't tend to make it. And so you have high mortality rates, lower numbers. And, uh, and it just gets hard to turkey hunt. Um, although, and so you have that factor, plus you have coronavirus this year. So a lot of guys are not at work and they're like, "What? why don't I just go up and hunt? If I'm not doing anything mm. else, I might, I've got yeah. more time now than I ever have. I'm going to hunt. So you have kind of a perfect storm of three years of battery production and you probably have more hunters out in the field right now pursuing Mm. turkeys yeah so it could be tough not only this year but in years in in the few years to come the good news is turkey are a a, a renewable resource and so if we're cautious with it and we do the right things we can make sure that we uh uh that they bounce back in a few years yeah
4: but they're not like geese or ducks they don't have to they don't have to migrate here because they live around here
1: right That's right. Yeah. They're non migratory bird.
2: Now, would they ever would it ever get to a point if it continues to be slow and reproduction is down? Would the MDC make changes to uh, maybe the the length of turkey season or, you know, change some rules and put some restrictions on it uh, to let that population build back up? Are we still a long way from something like that?
1: It's it's probably a little ways out, but that is I, I think those things are always on the table. Probably the thing that that they would consider first would be to lower the uh, the 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 tag the tag limit for folks. Mm-hmm. right now you can take two, uh, two, t- two birds during the course of the spring season. Two you know, only males. You can take either a Jake or a Tom, but they may decrease that. And and I I have no authority to to say that they're that they're going to do that but that is one of the tools in their bag they could just decrease the bag limits Gotcha. Uh,
2: tell people about the uh, podcast. So Tim Chelsvik is with Drury Outdoors. He also has the Thinking Woodsman website and podcast. And we've talked a lot about the 100% Wild podcast, Drury Outdoors. When it comes to deer hunting and deer hunting season, we talked to you throughout that season many, many times and promote, uh, you know, your show and the app and the website and all that stuff. But it's not just for deer hunting. You you guys are still doing the show and talking about turkey hunting and people can get great information there. Tell people how they can, uh, can get all that great information.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just your your standard podcast locations, uh, Apple and Google. We also run our podcast in our app, the DeerCast app. That's uh, free to download on uh, the Google Play and Apple stores. Uh, so we run the video version there. You can uh, obviously get the audio version wherever you get podcasts. We also host the same show over on youtube and every now and again we'll have a very special guest on and we will i think we had adam wainwright on a few weeks back um and uh, and so we'll run those things on facebook live too so if you follow jury outdoors on facebook you can catch our uh, our live shows every now and again it's great stuff uh only got a few minutes left bo
2: you got a question for tim before we uh, run you? out of time uh,
4: yeah i just i just have to ask you tim did you happen to see see it, to me i've never turkey hunted so i don't know how difficult it is i had a uh, brother-in-law let me uh, uh shoot his uh compound bow one time at a target because he was a, a turkey hunter but have you seen the video of the deer hunter covered in camo he's got his, his bow with him <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about don't yeah. you
1: yeah, yeah, The,
4: the turkey, yeah. like, literally comes up to him and is pecking at his camo uniform. I'm like, okay, really, how difficult is this? He could reach he- out, ring a neck, and <laughs> fill a <tag>. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Well,
1: first off, you never want to grab a wild turkey. Hold on, and
2: you're me. talking to somebody who hasn't been able to find one yet this year, Bo. So let's do a little. <laughs> let's... I am
1: by no means an authority. <laughs> That's probably what I would need to happen. But the, you know, the, ah, the chances are that bird could have been raised from a poult. Uh, sometimes people, and I don't think this is—I don't think this is legal, at least in the state of Missouri. But you <laughs> can find wild turkey eggs. Like if you're out and about, they nest on the ground, and sometimes when people are out morel hunting or turkey hunting, they'll find turkey eggs, and some people have been known to take them back home, incubate them, hatch them, and raise oh, the poult's uh, to adult turkeys. And they have a very defined social hierarchy structure, and they will kind of imprint on people. <laughs> And so it's not. It's not. There's. There's a documentary. I don't remember where it is, but there's a guy that raised a family of turkeys, and they followed him around like, uh, like, like, uh, like Bo Peep. Uh, is and this so, a turkey
4: king? Is there a turkey king out there?
1: Let's – you know. Who uh, knows what happens in the south? There throw is, them all. You can do it. <laughs>
2: All right, we are going to wrap up the conversation here, but we are going to continue it on the podcast exclusive, so make sure you download that. Got a lot to continue this uh, conversation with Tim Shelsvick to go, so make sure you are checking out both of our podcasts Uh, Again, you can find them in many places, but I think the Radio.com app is the best place to get both of them. Uh, For my partner, Bo Matthews, and our producer, Chad Ellis, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. We'll see you back here next week. Have a good one. See you, boys.